One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from thirty dollars. You got washable silk tops, really stunning fourteen karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrier. And we're not experts. No, we're not. We are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And anything we mention, including lots of serums, can be found on our website, forever35podcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Forever35Pod. We're on Instagram at Forever35Podcast. You can also join the Forever 35 Facebook group where the password to get in is serums. We make it very easy for you. We really, really do. If you've listened to one episode of the show, you will know how to get into the Facebook group. Indeed. Um, you can also sign up for our newsletter at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. And there is a new issue of the newsletter coming out tomorrow, June 17th which you'll want to get in on. The The newsletter is always chock full of uh, tips and tricks, wrecks. Witty commentary. Witty commentary. Random thoughts. <laughs> a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I gotta and, say. You know, we're very excited because we've got a big, uh, well, we, listen, like I told you yesterday, I'm just making this book launch my book launch also. <laughs> hey, I'm all about that, Okay. <laughs> Dory has a very big book launch event coming up. Dory, why don't you tell us about it since you're the one who wrote the book? I'm just the the hype person. Sure. So it is the first, it's two nights. The first night is 12 days from today, June 28th. It's also on June 29th. It is from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, 5 to 7 Pacific. I'm going to be in conversation with many luminaries, including Kate Spencer. Again. The, the one the and lo- only. The loomiest of all luminaries. <laughs> as we um, say. Jasmine, Jasmine Guillory, Elizabeth Holmes of So Many Thoughts, Maureen Goo, Courtney Chisano will be there giving some skincare tips. Rachel Wilkerson Miller will be giving some style tips. Tanya Rapley will be giving some personal finance tips. Emily Ferris is going to be making cocktails and mocktails. I mean... I truly cannot think of a better way to spend Monday, June 28th, and Tuesday, June 29th. Can you, Kate? 
I cannot. I truly cannot is the only I, thing I want to be doing. I was nervous for a moment. So you can <laughs> be like, buy. Mm. Yeah, actually, you can get tickets. Uh, there will be a link in our show notes. There is also a link at my website, dory com. There are two types of tickets. The free ticket gets you access to all the conversations with all the people I just mentioned, all the tips and tricks. And there's also a paid ticket, which gets you a signed hardcover copy of the book, courtesy of Book Soup, a wonderful independent bookstore here in Los Angeles. So you will be supporting an independent bookstore if you buy the paid ticket. And also, if you get the paid ticket, you get access to the chat and the Q&A during the event, which, as anyone who was at the Forever 35 happy hour last week can attest, the chat is going to be popping off. I mean, that I chat mean, I liked, was just... It was, it was going crazy. It was wild. It was... It was really fun. So if that appeals to you, maybe you want the paid ticket. There will also be an after party um, only for the people who do buy the paid ticket. So, yeah. But again, almost everything else you can get access to with the free ticket. So all that information is on Eventbrite. Again, linked in the show notes, linked on my website. Um, and I also just want to mention, remind everyone that we do have a voicemail and text number 781-591-0390. You can also email us at forever35podcast at gmail.com. And just one more thing about my book. I do just want to thank everyone who has already pre-ordered and bought tickets to the event. It really, really means a lot. And I really appreciate it. I also really appreciate how many people have bought books from independent bookstores and bookshop.org. Mm. It's it's amazing. Like my publisher has remarked on it. This is that's cool. The like highest proportion of pre-orders from independent bookstores that they've like ever seen. Yeah, so, look at that. I know. I know. I was like uh, it was really cool. It was really cool to hear that. So, thank you I, wherever you've bought your book. I appreciate it, but um it's it was really cool to hear that so many people are supporting their local bookstores when they pre-order the book. <sighs> Any way. Wow. I want to pose a question to listeners. And that is, do you believe in Mercury and retrograde? Because <laughs> it is uh... effing with me big time. And I don't I don't usually give the idea of Mercury and retrograde much weight in my life. Sure, sure. But like, Dory, you can't deny it, right? Like, it is no. affecting us. It's bizarre. Something something is going on. Okay, so let's back up here. We are recording this episode. Uh, we record about, what, like four days before this airs. So we're still currently in the heart of the Mercury in retrograde astrological experience. <laughs> I believe it started at the end of May and ends on June twenty second. Yeah, yeah, June twenty second. Now, oftentimes, Mercury in retrograde. I'm going to give you the Kate Spencer version of what it is. It's when the planets are doing stuff, and the Mercury goes into retrograde. It's an astrological thing. That's all I can tell you. That's all I basically know. Can you explain okay. it better, Dory? Do you know what Mercury? No, means? no. All all I know is I I just know about the results. I'll put it that way. Yeah, and like, look, we again, we live in Los Angeles, California, where everybody's just kind of open to everything. Like, I dropped a package off at the package store, and the salesperson working behind the counter was like, "What a day, Mercury in retrograde." Am I right? And I was like, "You are." But like, <laughs> so like, we live in a place oh where people gosh. just drop this as if like we all know what we're like what it is. But it tends to kind of like the broadest, I think, thing that tends to kind of be happen is that it's not the best time to be like signing contracts, making big life choices or changes. Um, it tends to affect like the tech technological aspects of things. This yes. is, you know, what the experts might say. 
and is actually like a kind of a mentally exhausting time as well, I think, for people. Now, again, I don't normally like give too much thought to this concept. I just try to keep living my life. But holy smoke dokey, it is just a mess right now. Everything's a mess. And I can't, it, it, it's got to be this planet. Like, do we believe this? <laughs> again, I don't know. But all I will say is that the last week has been one mostly technological mishap after another. And that's just within the context of you and I recording podcasts, because you have stuff going on in your own life that's technologically failing yes. you, like no, your I'm car. Talking about, yeah, I'm talking about my car. Yeah. I, like, I got a notif- I drive a Volvo. I got a notification that the city safety function needed maintenance. And the city safety function is the thing that stops your car before you rear-end someone. Okay, so, important. Yeah, kind of important. Um, So I took my car in on Tuesday. Today is Friday. I took my car in on Tuesday morning, first thing Tuesday morning. And I explained what was going on. They said, okay, you'll have the car back by the end of the day. I said, all right, then, you know, I'm not going to take a loaner car. I'll just, they, they give you a lift to take back home. So I got in the lift, got back home. Then I get like a progression, a series of texts from them throughout the day that, they're having trouble fixing the issue. They can't figure out what's going on. They're they're calling Volvo. They, like it's not going to be done today. I'm like, okay. Next day, again, they're like, um, all right, we we can't quite figure this out. <laughs> like it just kind of went on and on, and um. Finally, I get a text Wednesday afternoon that says Volvo was sending a new computer, a whole new computer unit <laughs> over to be replaced in my car. Okay. So I ended up getting the car back yesterday afternoon with the new computer. Um, it, it was just like such a weird freak thing to happen that like the dealer didn't really know how to deal with. Like it was just bizarre right and this is a car that is less than two years old like it's it's not like i'm driving a very old car although if i was driving a very old car it probably wouldn't have a computer issue wouldn't have this problem yeah anyway so that that was my long-winded explanation of what what was going on with me with mercury retrograde and then we were recording an episode a few days ago with jasmine guillory who will be on the pod in july very excited about that and i lost our house lost power during just lost during power. the interview like the power just went out and my texts on my phone weren't going through which like didn't make sense like like unless also cell service in my neighborhood suddenly stopped working it like all came back up within 10 minutes but it was very weird something that had never happened before then Yesterday, we're recording an episode where we are guests on the podcast Busy Phillips is doing her best. Which I believe is out today. I believe so. What a delight. We were having the chat of our lives. It was so much fun. It was so fun. Talking to Casey and Busy. And at the end of the conversation, I mean, we are just like yucking it up. And then all of a sudden, my freaking computer freezes, which it's never done while recording a podcast. It doesn't even freeze. Completely shuts down. I lose my audio that I had been recording for 90 minutes. I mean, it was just like, are you kidding me? Then today, Dory and I get on to record this episode that you're listening to, and my computer freezes again, and we lose all the audio that we had recorded. Thankfully, it was only like three minutes, but yes, but what it was happening? still like it was just very weird. We don't, we rarely have tech issues. No, yeah, we don't. We're not doing anything like we're not doing anything that fancy here we're just like recording a track in space essentially on an app yes (laughs) so anyway look i don't normally again like mercury and retrograde i'm normally like whatever but then yesterday i also felt i don't know if it was this eclipse that was happening i felt so unhinged and unmoored that 
it was almost like an out of body experience. And I, I have my menstrual cycle happening. I felt physically really uncomfortable. I, I can't even describe it. Like, uh, but I had to take, like, I took a really hot bath and I put crystals in the bath, which again, not a thing I normally do because I was like, I had to figure, I had to do something. If this works, great. If not, like, I just have a rock in my bathtub. Who cares? So I put some clear quartz in the bath with me to try to balance myself out. And then I, you know, then I did fall asleep, but I just feel wacky. I feel really weird. Wow. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, Kate, I don't know what's going on either, but it's really, it's really bizarre. I'm not sure I really like the fact that planets can mess with us this way. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like I've always been kind of an astrology skeptic, but but maybe I'm not becoming, maybe I'm becoming less skeptical. I definitely find us uh astrology to be like helpful and also in, in informative and pretty accurate not like this week you're gonna do this but more just kind of in understanding myself and my patterns and things that yeah. have gone on in my life and kind of how to kind of keep moving forward but i've never had this kind of experience where you know it's that time where like you know every instagram photo is like oh it's mercury in retrograde again and everyone's kind of like panicking on social media and i and for something for stuff to actually go wrong i should also add my house is being attacked by roaches looking for a cool hiding spot so that's also been part of my your house is just too nice kate the roaches are like we gotta get in there we want to pod with you yeah we want to chill i'm just gonna say i do not have a roach problem because they're like oh no no thank you (laughs) i think the (laughs) roaches The roaches love my interior decorating. Yes. They're like, oh, this is nice. Look at that rug. Oh. Oh, did you get that from ruggable.com? <laughs> I did. Roaches, it's washable. They're like, good, because we're going to poop roach poop all over it. I'm going to squash sorry, that you That was on really it. gross. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay, Dory. So anyway, I, you know, I, I, I just need someone to tell me if this is real. And that, like, it's going to end. And also, thank God it ends before your book launch, as you noted. Oh, my gosh. Uh, like, I could just imagine all sorts of technical difficulties arising during my virtual book launch. Are there listeners out there who do let the idea of Mercury and retrograde kind of influence the choices they make during this time? I would love to know. Do you Me think too. this is all just coincidence and we are seeking an answer for why our tech went bad when really it's just life. I mean, some people would say there's no such thing as a coincidence. Mostly like detectives. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, I truly like everything happens for a reason is one of my least favorite phrases on the planet up there with gentle reminder but mm. oh, I hate gentle a gentle reminder and gentle, gentle nudge reminder. gentle nudge so just fucking aggressive. just say i'm reminding you yes i have to stop myself because i am always about to write gentle reminder so it's not just it's, i it's never write it i just say bump <laughs> <laughs> i know Like, oh, I, I know. I know. <laughs> Nothing gentle about it. Nope. It's crashing poking, right into you. <laughs> poking that email up to the top of your inbox. <laughs> but like, I uh, don't know. Does everything happen for a reason? No. Well, I don't I don't know that I think what we're trying to ask is is this happening for a like for is there a cause behind it? Not like is there some sort of like greater cosmic reason? like lesson that we're supposed to take away from this. Yes. I guess you know what, what, I mean? what kind of always intrigues me and my, and my like thinking about this stuff is that it's all stems from seeking an answer or seeking a reason to explain things that are, might just need to remain unexplainable. And like, mm. what is our comfort level with just letting things either be unexplained or bad or annoying? 
you know, like there's this is kind of going off of my spiritual searching, Dory. Like, mm, I love how you're bringing this all together. It's full cirques. Wait, can I circle back though to the bath with crystals that I took? Um, yeah, of course. I did just want to mention a couple prods from my bath because I had received a couple items, some CBD bath item story that were very nice oh. from a company called Leaf, L-E-E-F. So they had like, okay, okay. They had like a CBN satchel for the bathtub. And I put that in, Ooh. which was really nice. And then when I got out of Ooh. my very hot bath, I stayed damp. And I, oh my gosh, oh my God, I have to tell you about a product that I'm obsessed with. Okay, wait, sorry. I know we've gone on for Whoa. so long. Wow. Okay, I totally okay. forgot I did this. Okay, so then I put their their body oil, their CBD body oil all over me while my like body was still damp. And I was like, okay, this feels good. This is better. I'm ca- I'm calming down. Then, Dory, I grabbed this thing. Okay, so you remember Sandra Lanchin Chu, who's a guest who is an uh Gua Sha practitioner. Well, her company makes this body massager. It's called the Lanshin Massager by Asera. And I have one. And I and I was like, well, I'll get this and start massaging myself. It's it's cute. It kind of I don't know how to just you have to look at a picture of it. It's it it looks like a little like sea anemone kind of or an a sea creature. Well, then I realized, Dory, that this thing is made so that you can pour hot water into it. So it becomes like a hot, it's porcelain. It becomes like a hot stone massage. Mm. So I then poured, I boiled some water and poured it in. And then I just massaged myself with this little hot massager, which to me is very innovative. I have never seen a hot massager before. This thing is so cool. Like not only did was I, I loved it. I was able I was able to use it easily on myself. I'm kind of I'm dealing with some sore legs, but it would make a great gift. Yeah. So just highly recommend. It was so cool. Like you just pop the lid off and fill this little thing with water and then all of a sudden it's like it just brings an enhanced experience to your massaging yourself. Mm-hmm. And you could also massage somebody else, but Highly sure. recommend. Okay, sorry, I forgot about that part of my night, and I felt really good after. Oh, good. Okay, that's all. I'm, I'm very, I'm very happy that you had this experience. Well, luckily, our computers still seem to be working, so maybe we've. Oh, thank God. Maybe we've avoided the retrograde thus far. <laughs> <sighs> all right. Shall we take a break before we speak to our amazing guest, Margaret Cho? Yeah, I mean, like, we're going to need a break just to, like, collect ourselves because it was really exciting to talk to her. She's an, like, she's a legend and so iconic to me. And it was, you know, I definitely had that, like, I'm nervous feeling right (laughs) right before. Yeah. Totally, totally. I mean, she's been an icon for us since the nineties. The nineties, yeah, yes. And and she really had a lot of like amazing wisdom that I was so glad she shared. Like, just we talked about everything, and it was it had to be a quick interview due due to her schedule. But we got a lot in. We really we were talking about foot massaging. We were talking about dating. We were talking about her work. I mean, it was a real pleasure. So um, we were really excited to get to speak to her. We're, we're excited to bring you this interview. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And 
What I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get oh, into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? No, no. I was just <laughs> going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the US and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So, this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be Redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one -on -one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got what? to tell you. Okay. Yeah. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, mm -hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like 
keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or, or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Our guest today, I mean, is an icon, I think. We could just leave it at that, but uh, we'll go into it. Our guest today is Margaret Cho. We're so excited to have you here, Margaret. Thank you so much for coming on Thank Forever 35. You. Of course. Thank you so much. Oh, no. This is enough said. And you're one of the <laughs> few guests I get to tell my kids about who are all they are also very excited. To, they know you from Mass Singer. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. I love it. I love it. Margaret is a five-time Grammy and Emmy nominee, and her legendary stand-up career has yielded over 10 comedy tours. Most recently, she starred as Auntie Ling in Netflix's first major animated film, Over the Moon, which was nominated for an Academy Award and a Golden Globe. And her newest film, Good on Paper, comes out on Netflix on June 23rd. And you can listen to her amazing podcast, The Margaret Cho, which is in its second season right now. And that's called The Mortal Minority, which is addressing the history of violent acts of hate against Asian Americans. And again, it's important for my daughters that I mention that you were amazing on The Masked Singer. That's so great. Yes, thank they, you. <laughs> you you were most important of all the things you've done. It looked really fun. And it was actually it was really funny. I was like, I'm interviewing Margaret Cho. And my 10 year old was like, <gasps> so <laughs> it's cool that generationally, like, they, we can all discuss our fandom of you. Oh, I love it. Well, thank you. And thank them. It, that's a really fun show to do. Um it's really strange to um, sing inside of a mask head because you're not, um, you, you know, you, you're not like singing into the air. So your voice is very contained inside of the head and it's really oh. weird. But I, I had a great time and um, it's, uh, it was actually before the show was such a big hit. So we didn't have to like really hide um anything now i think that there's like probably security is pretty tough to keep um the secrets of who's who under the mask yeah i mean i'm constantly fooled though so they do a good job <laughs> they do a great job so we we start almost every episode by asking our guests about a daily self-care ritual that is important in their lives. Um, so we wanted to start there and see if you have anything to share, something that you do on a regular basis that kind of helps you get through the day or the week. Um, well, I have a few things. There's two things. There's like, a, I do like a two hour walk with this little nugget child. Um, that's actually been probably the most helpful because usually during the walk, I listen to um, podcasts or books and um, music and catch up on kind of stuff. So I'm just sort of like not doing anything, but exercising her, exercising myself and just breathing. We even go in the rain when it rains like two times a re- two, two or three times a year here. But I mean, it's a really important part. The other part is I do um, microcurrent uh, skincare with a zip and a new face. Wow! But I don't second. use the gels that they um, <laughs> that are branded. I use aloe vera. Sometimes I'll use a colloidal silver dressing, um, like a burn dressing, uh, like a burn salve. Um, 
But uh, so the, those are the two things. So I've like, sort of given up makeup pretty much for the, for the time being. So I just do skincare um, and walking. I mean, that sounds, that sounds like a perfect day. Yeah. Yeah. How, how long have you had your dog? She's two, but I've had um, rescue dogs for about 30 years. So they always need a lot of exercise. I mean, that's like, mm-hmm. she's really pretty great because she's um, not, she's, she's energetic, but, um, you know, she doesn't need like, like I've had like bigger dogs, big shepherd mixes that needed a lot more exercise. So I'm more used to that, but she's really, um, she loves the outdoors. <laughs> she's very cute. Thank you. It's funny you mention the new face because right before I walked into my closet to come talk to you, I looked at the new face primer gel that I had purchased because I mm-hmm. also do the aloe vera with the new face. Yeah. Uh, I would, could you get into a, an, I've never tried the zip, but could you tell our listeners a little bit more about like why you like the microcurrent as a part of your skincare routine? I'm, I, I still can't figure out if the new face is doing anything, but I like doing it. It's consistent. It's like, what it is is consistency. So I've used the new face uh, for about a year, almost every day. And I've used the zip for about six months every day. And I just find that there is an improvement in um, tone and elasticity. And um, in general, like I have pretty intense like rosacea, a lot of broken capillaries. And I find that the microcurrent really calms it. And the zip and... Uh, the new face are pretty similar, but uh, I just like the interface. So the new face is as the balls and the zip is flat. And um, mm-hmm. so, you know, you just have like different uh, areas that you want to work on. But I just think that it's very subtle, but it's also a moment to just kind of like calmly apply, even if it's nothing but just the pressure, you can just apply uh, aloe vera or whatever you're using. Just it's like a nice hydrating thing. And then um, just a moment with yourself. It's kind of quiet. And um, I also have um, a gusha whole system. Like I have like a metal one and a jade one and a pink quartz, like rose quartz one. And then I have those in my skincare refrigerator. Oh. Because <laughs> it goes bad. <laughs> but it's actually a perfume. It's like a, I, I love perfume. So I have a huge library of um, scent that um, I keep in a, like a big wine refrigerator, but I also put skincare in there because there's space because it goes bad. Wow. What are some of your favorite scents? I love all of Lalabo. I think I have every Lalabo and my favorite, very favorite is the Tokyo city exclusive Gayak 10. But um, I also really love the patchouli and the oud. Um, I love all of them. I, I, I have like weird fragrances that I can only wear. Like, Secretion Magnifique, but uh, it's it's um, based on semen. <laughs> Wait a second, oh. hold on. It's a Secretion <laughs> Magnifique. It, it, even if you go, I bought it in a perfume store in um, at, in in Paris, and uh, when I asked for a tester, they um, went outside to spray the blotter because the the fragrance is so offensive to most people that it's um, unable to can't even spray it inside on a blotter. But I really love it and everybody hates it. So I can just wear it myself. Sometimes if I don't feel like wearing a fragrance, I'll put it on light bulbs. So I'll just take a different fragrance and then I'll like spray a light bulb with it. I love, um, I think there's so many different kinds of fragrances. I don't really have any designer ones, except I do have a Be Delicious, which is a DKNY one in my regular refrigerator by the mustard. I don't know. There's something very like a proletariat about that one that sort of needs to be near food, but it's shaped like an apple. Um, and uh, I do like good girl, the Carolina Herrera in the shoe. There's something very oh, fetishy yeah. and amazing about that one. But um, yeah, I love fragrances. Um, Lucky scent, which is a scent bar in Los Angeles. So good. Uh, it's one of my favorite places to go outside of pandemic. It's kind of weird because you can't really buy perfumes in a shop anymore because so much of it is about smelling blotters and yeah talking to the people there so it's hard and i i'll blind buy at times like i'm trying to get like a diptyque called 
uh, Ben Jun Bohem, which is like, um, it's sold out everywhere. But I smelled it on Brandon Flynn, the actor. And I was like, give me that. And I don't know if it was him or the scent. Maybe a com- it was always a combination. If you smell something on somebody, it's always them and the, the scent. But I, I needed that. So it's not exactly a blind buy, but it's impossible to find. It sounds like you're like a, a bit of a collector when it comes yes. to fragrance. Do you yes. remember the first scent that like hooked you, that draw- like got you and that you knew, like connected with you in that kind of mental way? A ginate, which is such a gross mm disgusting smell. And I remember the ad campaign, which was a woman as a, who's a jockey. And she was like splashing Ginate all over her body and then getting on a, a, a horse in a yellow like jumpsuit. And um, I have a huge bottle of Ginate in my bathroom, but it's just decoration because I hate the scent. But for some reason, as a kid, like a kid, a teenager, probably 12, 13, the image of like the woman on the horse really like struck me. So I have a lot of equestrian like fashion and I have an Hermes riding crop. Not that I use it for anything. I don't ride. <laughs> I boot like very like serious like riding, like Ariat riding boots. Although that's kind of a fashion that sort of dates you, puts you in like squarely 2012 territory. <laughs> but I do love a serious equestrian outfit. It'll come back around. Like everything comes back around. It all comes back around. (laughs) Yeah. And the riding boot is like one of those legendary things, like a trench. It's like, it's always going to be in the circular life of fashion, right? I don't know. It feels iconic. Right. I have a library of trench coats as well. Um, In every color, but the closer to bird shit color, the better. So if it can be like a a gross, like, olive green brown bird shit. Well, it kind of with the white cropped out. Mm-hmm. That's the ideal uh, color. So I have a Burberry trench that's that bird shit leather color. That's my favorite. Oh, it's a leather? Yeah. It's like a lamb leather, so it's very soft. But um, it's hard. Trenches are hard because they have to fit right or else it's just Inspector Gadget territory. Yeah. Like, you just... Yeah. I want to get trench coats for my cats. I have two pink sphinx sphinx cats. They're so cute. So they're so cute, and I think they would look really good in. Um, they would be so pink panther. Yeah, <laughs> very cute mm. trenches. I I'm intrigued. At the like, I I appreciate your collecting of of these of things like perfume and fashion and stuff because I one thing that we talk a lot about on our show is how beauty fashion can get trivialized very quickly when it mm-hmm. and when it actually it really is kind of a, a passion and an art form and and a form of self-care and kind of oh, yeah. treasuring these things and finding things that connect with you what does it kind of what does it mean to you on a, a personal level i think it's like because i have um i need food for my eyes i need food mm-hmm. for all of my senses and so fashion really helps me in that I'm not wearing it even for other people. And I especially know that in the pandemic, you know, during quarantine, but it's important to not just for me health wise to not stay in sweats and pajamas all the time. So I'll put on a silk caftan. Like I spend time and money on really nice fabrics, like textiles, as opposed to uh, buying things. I don't really buy a lot of things new. I do a lot of shopping on the real real. And what I did was I, um, I, I sold them a lot of my really nice things that I wasn't wearing. And then through that, I just keep on buying stuff and then reselling it back to them so that I can have a turnover, but things that I really love, I'll keep. So it kind of, you kind of sort of bite the bullet on the stuff that you paid for initially retail, but then you, when you buy into a website, something like the real, real, then you can continue to sort of, it's almost like a library in a sense, you borrow things and you, you take care of them and you, you sell them back. So I like that kind of marketplace. Also to me, that's really, that's true sustainability. Um, I think the problem with the planet is really fast fashion. It's really done a number on our environment and, you know, there's a real like lack of responsibility, you know, not just for like um, the environment, but for human rights and, you know, people working in different countries for these companies. And so I don't want to buy into that. 
yeah, buying secondhand is definitely the most sustainable way to build your wardrobe. Okay, well, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I know. visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. And please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, we are back. Margaret, we'd love to switch gears a little bit to talk about your podcast. Mm -hmm. um, so the title is kind of a, I guess, a play on the term model minority. And yes. if you could tell us why you wanted to kind of interrogate this idea of the model minority, um, that'd be great. And I guess I'm also wondering, like, how does being a model minority relate to the idea of aspirational whiteness that you've also talked about? Well, the model minority myth was brought forth in opposition to the civil rights movement to kind of show black people that there was a right way and a wrong way to be a minority and to fight for your rights was, quote unquote, the wrong way to be a minority. And so the Asian community was held up to this ideal that if we could be the model minority, then we could attain a kind of... Um, whiteness, aspirational whiteness, because it was proximity to whiteness, even if it wasn't actual whiteness, you know? So there was um, a way to set us apart from other groups that was damaging over time. And so it's really kind of like the diet of steady anti-blackness that white supremacy has been serving since the birth of this nation. And it's really um, just another part of the way that race has been used as a divisive tool. And so I think um, kind of breaking that down within the podcast and talking about the more recent Asian American hate crimes against the um, 
the the context of Asian American hate crimes through history so that we can see this it's a cyclical pattern and that we can break that cycle by these certain acts, whether it's talking about it and um, openly discussing these thought forms that keep us oppressed. But it's also to kind of learn about things that we didn't even know in history. I didn't know so much of the the racist past that has been surrounding Asian American identity since the gold rush in 1849. So there's so much to discuss that is new information. Um, the amount of research that I have to do, the amount of Wyoming public television that I have to watch on YouTube <laughs> is pretty crazy. Like I, uh, swear, <laughs> I should, I should contribute. Um, because I, I mean, I support the Wyoming public television, Oregon public television, all the fake Ken Burns style, um, documentary filmmaking, which I think is really valuable, but is so hard to get to. And, um, so it's, it's a lot. And, uh, I'm, I'm really grateful that I have the resources to do it. So, uh, and I, uh, that I have a platform to show off all of the things that I have learned. In a recent podcast interview with Vulture, you said being Asian American in the entertainment industry is a sort of, sort of a course in how do you become visible? And I'm wondering if you could discuss how you have kind of worked to not just become visible, but to stay visible. And how do you kind of see visibility working right now for Asian Americans in Hollywood? I think things are better for Asian Americans in Hollywood, for sure. There's more of a consciousness around it. And there's more of a, of a keen force working to create images, tell stories. Um, show the diversity of the Asian American community. Um, there still needs to be more, but it's a good yeah. beginning for sure. And I think that visibility in general uh, for Asian Americans has gradually gotten there. It's taken a generation to do so, but uh, emerging, um, it's it's been tough. You know, when you go into yeah. a different as- atmosphere, like you, you could burn up, it, it's really... Um, it's really interesting, but uh, for women, visibility is also strange and strained in entertainment because you're very visible as a young ingenue, and then somehow women between 35 and 70 disappear and then reemerge as uh, a golden girl. I don't know exactly what it is. Yes. But it's almost yes. like uh, the, the way that we view women is as... Um, fuckable or um, elder. And then there's a whole like class of women, many generations of women who just go ignored. And that's the strange invisibility of women, the strange way that uh, we class women to, and that's really a patriarchal ideal. Like it's like the virgin whore complex, kind of like the virgin or mother, like girlfriend experience thing. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, yeah. But um, so now I find that to be definitely at play. Trying to find a place to exist within those um, parameters that are unsaid, but really need to be explored. How are how are you kind of reclaiming that um, as a person in their early fifties? Well, I think that like, I, I think it's really just talking about how when I was in my 20s, the biggest fear was to be in my 50s and to be living alone. And I actually am happier than I've ever been living alone. In fact, I've never been happy in a conventional marriage or relationship as I am happy now in a house by myself. And that we're always focused on finding the one dating and getting there, getting that partner, getting that husband, whatever that is. And then you get there and then you realize, like, I don't want to be in partnership. Like, I want to live my life. And um, the fear of, like, being alone has really kept me from doing this till now. And so I've been living alone for the last six years. And it's amazing. Like, I don't want to live with anybody else ever again. I mean, it, I'll keep getting animals for sure. <laughs> but I don't yeah, think that, better. um, yeah, I'm better off. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that 
my life was meant to be shared in that way because I've always felt uh, dissatisfied and mm. lacking when I was sharing mm -hmm. my bed with somebody else. And I mean, I still have a sexual life. I still have a romantic life, but it's really adult and contained to what that is. You know, like I go on dates, mm. I have that time with somebody else, but then I come back to my own world and I'm so pleased with that. So this is really for me, um, societal conditioning, uh, really like releasing its grip because I was just conditioned to need to be in a relationship. It's what all movies and television shows are about. And I'm not, I'm not built for that. It also sounds like you're very good at setting boundaries that work for you. Yeah. Is that an acquired skill? Did yeah. you have to learn how to do that? Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of, uh, communication that with myself and understanding like what do I want and looking to my needs first which I've never done yeah because it was first my family's needs then it was my boyfriend's needs then it was my husband's needs then it was another boyfriend's needs then a girlfriend's needs and then now I'm like I don't give a shit <laughs> what's her needs Lucia's needs Sarang and the kitties the kids kitties needs <laughs> Is figuring out boundaries also kind of connected to getting sober? Oh, yeah. I mean, but the sobriety part of it is um, it's it's a it's a bridge towards getting there. But even if you're sober, you don't necessarily have all of the tools that you need. Right. To to survive. Boundaries are an essential tool in keeping me sober and sane. So if I can create those boundaries, mm -hmm. then I can not enmesh with other people um, to the point where I'm really unhappy. Um, I'm not uh, kind of subverting my own desire for somebody else's desires, which I think is really important. Yeah. Yeah. I think we have to, we have about like two minutes left with you. And before we let you go, I did want to ask if you have any favorite skincare products besides your microcurrent tools, because we do talk about them a lot on our show. And if there is anything you feel inclined to rave about, I know our listeners would love to know what those things are. Um, oh, I have one right here. This is so stupid. I have this. <laughs> it's You don't have to get this kind, but it's a urea 40% cream. And I put it on my feet every day because <laughs> your Ooh. feet will just get cracked. And I've had yeah. such crazy problems with my feet. I had surgery this past last year to get my toenails removed because they were so thick with the fungus. And that's the problem is that if you, you live in a society where we always get pedicures, then um, you don't know the kinds of problems that are going on with your feet. Mm, so you got to take yeah. care of your feet because um, weird shoes, uncomfortable shoes. Uh, I used to be a swimmer, so I have like a long history with athlete's foot and toe fungus and toenail fungus. And when you're in your late 50, like late forties, fifties, it, you, the fungus comes to roost. So then my finger, <laughs> my toenails were growing upwards, like Big Macs. I had them taken <laughs> off. I had wow. them all removed. Ooh. And I, now they're growing back like crocodile skin. So they're weird and bumpy and leather. Whoa. But it's really great. So I'm really like conscious of like foot care. So a urea based foot care or like something with like salicylic acid or something that takes off uh -huh. some of the hardness. So you can sort of see what's going on with your feet um, is really important. So I would say skincare is your whole body. So don't neglect your feet. They're very important. What is the what is the brand of the one that you use? This is the one that I have. I don't necessarily love it. It's pure source, sources. It's from Amazon. P-U-R-S-O-U-R-C-E-S. But it's just anything that has like a urea, which mm -hmm. is basically uric acid. You, just, you could also just pee on your feet. But this smells a little <laughs> bit better. Probably. <laughs> that well, seems like a new <laughs> scent that could be interesting. I like know. A, a, yeah, a There is scent. a urine, oh. urine sort of a quality to Santal 33, which is the Lalabo scent. It's got kind of a like a pee-pee 
any kind of sandalwood, like a little bit of like um, come de garçon, uh huh, like a sandalwood. Um, that there that it's got like a pee pee quality that I kind of like. So you know, to each wow. Own. I'm so sad that we have to let you go, but this has been, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us because this has been so fun and I mean, it's just amazing. Wonderful. We're so grateful. Thank you. Yeah, thank thank you. you. And Margaret, where can our listeners find you and find any of the you know work that you're doing right now? They can find me at, uh, t- at Twitter at Margaret Cho or at Margaret underscore. She's trying to get on the computer. Uh, <laughs> oh. At Margaret underscore show on instagram and margaretcho.com online and then um my podcast is called the margaret show mortal minority and it's anywhere you listen to podcasts amazing thank you so much i'm gonna be thinking about that margaret show interview for quite some time yeah i am too i i really i really loved her thoughts on living alone Yes, I feel like that's a conversation I'm having with more people, especially as people I know are, are getting divorced or relationships are ending. And, and it's just such a break from the narrative that we've been fed about how like companionship is the only way. And it, it just was like very inspiring. I mean, I wouldn't mind being alone for a little bit. Totally. Also, mm. it was fun getting to interview her because, you know, oftentimes my my kids have no idea who the people are that I'm talking to and I'll be very excited. And they're just like, Meh. I was like, I'm interviewing Margaret Cho as a comedian. And they were so pumped because of the mass singer. I mean, so excited. I love that. Yeah. The masked singer really brings generations uh, together. It, you know, it really does. That's all. Okay. So Dora, let's intend here. How did it go last week? Not going into panic mode with your workload it went okay i briefly did go into panic mode on tuesday when i was kind of at the height of my what the hell like i don't have a car i i had all this work to do and then actually my husband kind of talked me down and made me realize that one of the things that i was really stressed about I was really stressed about it because I actually really didn't want to do it for a good reason. And he helped me kind of talk through that. And then I, I was able to let the people know that I wasn't going to do the thing. And then I felt so much better. So, yeah. So I would say I, I managed to avoid like full on panic mode. And actually I think some of my, potential panic was mitigated by what I discussed on, I think on the last episode about finding a, like a productivity, I kind of hate productivity app, you saying that, but it's more like organization app. Amazing Marvin. If you will. Yeah. Amazing Marvin. And so my intention this week is to really use this app and like, see how it works for me. Um, and not just like abandon it after two days, which I feel like is what usually happens. <laughs> totally. I, I've been there, done. There's so many like abandoned calendars and to-do list apps yes. on my phone and computer. Totally. But I will say it's already helped me get a couple of things done that had been just kind of like hang, like pers- kind of personal life things mm-hmm. done that had been just sort of hanging around, Interesting. like some travel planning. and And so I was like, okay, all right gonna go with this i'm intrigued yeah all right um anyway how did cleanup go okay so i at like 10 o'clock one night i was just like i have to fucking deal with this this is making me crazy so i started (laughs) tackling my bathroom counter bedside tables too are pretty pretty done so i i have a bunch of spots kitchen counter dresser bathroom counter bedside tables Products everywhere. Kids art Mm. everywhere. Random things everywhere. So I made it through the bathroom counter, although I started organizing all the products that were on the bathroom counter and I haven't finished that, but at least I moved everything off. So I'm going to take it as a win. (sighs) Now, this week, um, 
I need to sit in front of my Google calendar and schedule out the next two months of our podcast because Mm. I am traveling in a week and I am spending the summer on the East Coast to be with the family that I have not seen in a very long time, which is very exciting, but it's also Mm. pretty stressful to try to pack up and move your your you and your kids to your dad's house for six months like it's just a lot it's a lot to kind of coordinate i'm having a house sitter whose name is sammy junio come on over oh uh, Uh uh-huh listen we keep it in the pod fam um but one one thing that's like really kind of and we should i should say you and i are also taking like personal time off during the summer because we're, you know, we don't want to experience burnout. We're trying to honor our needs. Yep. But it's requiring a lot of like schedule juggling majorly. Yes. So I'm on the East Coast. I have to figure it out in East Coast schedule time and then account for like the time off that we're both taking, which is not at the same time. And so I need yeah. to like sit down for my own brain because when I don't have it all figured out, I I'm I f- I'm in a heightened state of panic. So I've started doing it. So if you see me fiddling with the calendar, sorry. Okay. No, I, I'm glad you're doing it because I have also started being like, wait, what? yeah, like, what's happening? <laughs> like, when are what's we off? Happening? What are we airing? Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. It, it is a lot of balls in the air to, to produce this podcast, especially because we do three episodes and then we have guest interviews and it's so, it is a lot. Um, And we're so lucky that we have like, we have people supporting us. Like our project manager, Sam keeps us on, the game oh yeah i mean the best okay so anyway that's a long-winded kind of how the pod sausage is made intention um but you know on top of that i'm i'm working on my next book and beginning promoting my new book and you know there's just a lot a lot of work plus you know my kids plus my dad's going to be lurking Mm -hmm. around maybe jim spencer comes on the podcast oh my gosh dude guest appearance by jim spencer (laughs) my dad is wild i don't know if people can handle him he's a real hoot and a half i, I look forward to anyway that. you'll be hearing birds chirping because i will be in the great state of new hampshire this summer so look for me there if you live in new hampshire say hi you see me tootling out on my kayak i don't have, i don't have a kayak <laughs> but amazing all right this has been like the eight the longest intention i've ever given so let's wrap it up dory sorry about that let's do it that's okay um, we should tell everyone that Forever 35 is hosted and produced by me, Dori Shafrir, and you, Kate Spencer, produced and edited by Sammy Junio. Sam Reed is our project manager, our network partners, ACAST. We will talk to you all again very soon. Thanks for listening. Bye.